0: It's now time for Loser White Guy Radio, home of the whack Job's point of view. And now, your host, the whack job himself, John Voorhees. Alright, hello, I'm John Voorhees. It's time for another episode of Loser White Guy Radio. Let me tell you something, government school sucks that's right. I think we all know it. Uh, most of us probably said it. Um, real, real quick note, my, uh, my oldest boy uh, just, well, I don't know if he passed freshman year, but he just uh, finished freshman year. He, uh, he comes home Friday after school uh, and he's got glitter. He's got glitter on his face and in his hair. Now, I don't Totally remember everything about my last days of schools uh going back but i i, I seem to remember there were no freaking strippers okay there were no strippers on the last day of school i want to go to school where he goes to school because it's got to be it's it's either strippers or he was doing an impersonation of young david bowie something i'm, I'm not sure uh he of course has no clue how it got there uh so we, we uh decide we're gonna take a family portrait family portrait on a Saturday and um uh, and uh he gets up and I, I, I've informed him, you know, you've gotta you take a good shower, wash your hair really good, get all the glitter out. He comes out of the shower, there's still glitter. I mean does this kid use so I think he stands under the water and just lets it run on him, uh, so I'm you know scrubbing him, getting getting glitter off, so we can have portraits taken, so that I don't get screamed at the whole time that uh, there's glitter in the portraits. He actually did a real good job. He was he was great for the portraits. The little guys uh, did really well. Uh, they, we it, we'll, we'll see how they turn out. We'll see how they turn out. But uh, back talking about school. Uh, my friend Kate, my friend Kate, uh, decided to try to rile me up the other day. She reading the, uh, new Neil Bortz, uh, book. Somebody's got to say it. Uh, Neil Bortz, the, uh, uh, radio talent. Uh, I, from what she's told me a bit about, it, I haven't, I haven't heard this radio show. And she made me, and there's no copyright infringement here, she made me a couple copy of some pages out of his book to entice me to buy it, and it is working. I am ordering the book, uh, so no copyright infringement. I'll own it myself. But I looked through this, and from what she's told me about him, the only thing so far that I tend to disagree with him is he says he's a Christian. And I'm not disagreeing with him because uh, if he is a Christian... Uh, I'd be disagreeing with him that maybe he isn't really, and he's just saying he is to get a broader audience base. And if that's the case, that that's a I don't like that. Don't lie. But it could be he might actually believe. You know, there are people, there are people that no matter how educated they are, and how intelligent they are, and how truth seeking, and uh, how uh, skeptic they are, still for some reason hold on to that iconic idea of uh the that quote unquote great overseer or as I like to put it, boogeyman in the sky. But I'm not here to talk to you about Neil Bort's religious beliefs. This book, uh, from what I've read is is phenomenal. Uh but before getting into that, I uh, I really wanted to uh I wanted to mention this this see this is how Kate gets me going. Kate gets me going by by talking about uh, kids taking school supplies to school and then them putting them into community box and everybody shares which I about jumped out of my chair uh, that that is wrong that is wrong that is wrong she goes well here read this and she hands hands me this now now before I get into uh, Neil Bortz who put put stuff so much more eloquently than I I could possibly do my big thing my big thing was always you know I, I when I was little I had the crappy not the Elmer's glue but the one with the little purple pirate on the front I I had that one year and I I I had to come tell my mom don't please 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 I'll get a paper out just don't ever buy me that crap again and um it's just it sucks and you get the cheap pencils that don't sharpen it's you know I think now uh rose art is like at Walmart, the brand you'll find out in about at Kmart or whatever. And it just, it just, um, there's nothing wrong. I, I'm not saying anything against if, if that's what, all you can afford. What I'm saying is if I can afford to get good stuff for my kids, then I got good stuff for my kids. That's my kid's stuff. And they shouldn't be forced to use the cheap crap just because somebody else couldn't afford to get the good stuff. And you go to school, and I you know to me it's to get the kids excited about school, you know, yeah, i'm going to go to school I mean we're trying to brainwash them too uh, you get them the cool folders, you let them pick out you know the special things they want, then they take it to school, and everybody uses everything that's not right uh it's not right what it, my my belief has been. If if the school is forcing everybody to share, just something like that, and they're worried about you know, oh, kids, not all the kids can get the good stuff. Well, you know what? Then the school should supply the shit. Okay, the school should supply it, and then they'll go, oh, but we can't afford it. Well, what about all the surplus? They've got all the surplus. Uh, I know from running retail, it'd be the end of their billing cycle. They had to use up the rest of their budget, or they wouldn't get that money anymore. So why don't, instead of going and getting batteries and light bulbs, why don't they just go out and get some uh, glue and crayons and fricking pencils? Uh, or, or let's, let's talk like a liberal here for a second, which I, I know might uh, send shivers up and down my spine, but let's just go ahead and uh, the entrance tuition, whatever you want to call it to get your kids in school. Why don't we just raise it three bucks on everybody? Cause then you can afford to buy some folders, pencils and goddamn glue because you know, at the end of the year, there's leftover crap. There's leftover crap in that box that those kids didn't use. So it's going to the next school year. So not only am I paying for my kids' schooling, I'm paying for the next frickin' year's kids' schooling. And that's just wrong, 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 wrong. But Neil Bortz Neil puts it so much more eloquently, um, and I, I'm not going to sit here and bore you by reading uh, this out of the book, but there's there's two chapters here. And, and the first chapter really doesn't get into school, but he's talking about, uh, totally, totally thrashes the book, the rainbow fish, uh, by market Fister. Mark, I'm sorry, Marcus Pfister, um, and how it won an award and how it's, he doesn't come out and say it in so many words, but it's, it's a piece of socialistic crap is what it is. Uh, talking about, you know, the rainbow fish has all the pretty scales, and, uh, and the other fish coming up to you to, uh, won't want the, um, where, where is it in here? I'm, I'm thumbing through here. He talks about how he he just totally ripped apart a little girl uh, about uh, she doing donations and everybody ought to have an equal amount of stuff, which that, that sent a cold chill up my spine as well uh talking about the uh, basically he's talking about personal property rights and um he uses this the rainbow fish uh children's book as an example of teaching our kids that uh, you shouldn't have property rights which is utter makes my brain explode uh these uh, the the rainbow fish Oh, twerp fish, that's... The, I'm sorry, I, I loved how he used... Uh, the vile twerp fish swims away to tell his fellow twerp fish that the rainbow fish is being ugly after the rainbow fish wouldn't give him a scale. And then he goes to, the, to talk to the octopus, and the octopus says, Oh, well, you're the most beautiful fish in the sea, but, you know, you if you give away what you have to the others that don't have any, then you'll uh, discover how it is to be happy. So he ends up giving away all his scales to everybody else. So then everybody's equal and everybody's the same. It makes me think about the, the movie, the Incredibles, wonderful Pixar film, Disney Pixar film where, um, if you haven't seen, get off your ass and go see the Incredibles, the, uh, the, they're they're in hiding from being superheroes and and the mom's taking the kid to school and the kid uses his superpowers in school and she chastises him and she goes he goes but but you know i'm i'm you know why can't i use my abilities she he goes that's what makes me special and she goes everybody's special and the kid just goes but if everybody's special the no one special and I'm paraphrasing slightly but it is so true uh the socialistic view of it, putting everybody on an equal playing field it just it, it doesn't work uh it, it it isn't right you you work and sweat and work your fingers to the bone and uh and then everything you achieve the american dream and the government just wants to take it away from you and give it to people to be rewarded for doing nothing um he he goes in, you know basically he, he chimes on uh personal property rights then he goes into uh the schools and, and, uh, how the schools do this. And, and, uh, he, he even talked about how it might start before then and how the daycare, the daycare, he, uh, he took his child to day after Halloween, brought some candy to munch on throughout the day. And the, uh, daycare teacher, whatever the Nazi is more what, uh, I want to call it the daycare Nazi, uh, took it away saying, you know, if you didn't bring enough to share with everybody, you can't have it. And he went in and he had a uh, private discussion with the uh, the head of the daycare and, and and asked her if she understood the concept of personal property rights. And she said, yes. And he, he basically told her, I love this analogy. What would you say if the uh, next deposit you went to make at your bank, the bank took it away from you and divided it evenly among everybody else? Because you had and they have not and it's not fair for you to have it. And uh that pretty much he said uh, took care of it. Uh there's also a line in here that I really loved about uh got, having to remember uh it, it children know so they they don't realize it's the government doing it to them but they realize it's somebody in authority and it's teaching them that you don't have rights. If the government slash person in authority says you don't, and that's a, that's a bad thing to teach our children. And I totally 100% agree. Uh, uh, going into, uh, he's talking about, where where's the link? Holy crap. I should have highlighted it, but he was talking about, you know, these are government run schools and the teachers are government officials. Uh, it's it's awesome, and and today we see property rights under attack from all quarters, as anyone who's ever confronted the idea of Im, Im, of imminent domain knows too well. Government, after all, has an interest in weakening the concept of private property rights. The more Americans can be conditioned to accept the idea that government has the right to confiscate our property for the common good, the stronger government becomes, and the weaker we as individuals become. Okay. This is great. Uh, I also, I've got to say, I love, I love, love, love his footnotes. He does some great footnotes. Uh, just little, little, um, uh, oh, he talks about how this, uh, this book, uh, the rainbow fish won. Uh, the American Booksellers Book of the Year Award in 1995, and he has a little footnote down here. It says, "So now we know the American Booksellers Association will give you an award for writing the most imbelli- im. I can't talk today. Imbecilic, in- inane, obtuse, moronic, senseless, unthinking, flaky book of the year. Uh, the book, the book I'm referring to once again, is somebody's got to say it. It's the newest book by Neil Bortz." Get this book. I'm ordering it now, and I'm sure you'll hear more about it as time goes on and these weekly podcasts go on, uh, radio show podcast, whatever the hell you want to call it. Let me know if you've read the book. Send me an email. Send me an email. Loserwhiteguy at gmail dot com. Don't forget the website is loserwhiteguy dot com. I want to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, uh, Mr. Bortz in his book talks about how uh, people actually send him messages and emails that they really don't believe that schools do this. Uh, Schools do do this and it's, it's irritating. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just fricking sick and wrong. It is sick and wrong. Uh, It's, 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 you know, the best comparison, the best analogy I can make on all this is a wife swapping party. Everybody brings, you know, you go out and you get yourself a wife, you get yourself a wife and you go to a party and when you get to the party, everybody's wife's got to go into a community box cause y'all got to share cause you might have a wife that has red hair. Nobody else has a wife that re- has red hair. So it's only fair that they all should be able to have a wife with red hair. Uh, it's, 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 am I'm, I'm not going to compare to the Mormons. I already gave my father enough crap this week, but, um, now, don't get me wrong the wife swapping idea that's that's kinda cool at least and at least you're getting sex out of the deal uh i I think people are getting screwed at school it's just not not the type that gives you a little smile <laughs> on your face but that's uh it's a good it's a good book from what I've seen so far, and I can't wait to read the whole thing um check it out uh somebody's gotta say it by neil Bortz. uh you can also go to neil's website Neil's website I just had it up here. Uh Neil's website Borts.com B-O-O-R-T-Z. Borts.com. Uh check it out. It's it's now on my favorites list. Uh and, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to catch his radio show. I've heard uh, I've heard some good things from my friend who listens to it and and now you're hearing good things and I haven't even listened to it. You're gonna listen to it go. John I I didn't like it yes he does claim to be a Christian but he from what I understand stomps all over the Christian right because uh, let's be honest I I, I think that is uh, one of the largest uh, moralistic problems we have in the world today is the uh, religious factions Um, speaking of religious factions and books my beloved wife got an invitation a while back to attend with the children of course because that's when we want to uh that's when we want to get them when they're young get them when they're young because it's so much easier to brainwash children they were invited to go to a veggie tales party now I'd never heard of a veggie tales party I had actually thought uh veggie tales were no longer in or cool anymore but yeah you know, what do little kids know uh, so she she's like it was by a relative I'm like she, she, she was going to go and I'm like you're really going to go you're really going to go to a VeggieTales party um, I know there's some people I uh, <sighs> the VeggieTales my only 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 real problem with it is uh, the, the religious faction of it and the uh, uh, it's not as bad as oh uh, there was a book or something I, I saw in a, it was a little Christian book, and it basically all but said, you know, we we want to get this message through to the children when they're young, because that's when you can brainwash them. And it it didn't use the term brainwash, but it might as well have. So they go to this VeggieTales party, and they buy some flippin' books. My wife bought the least religious-looking books out of the deal um we actually my oldest boy had a VeggieTales movie uh something about the Vikings and uh it was it was it, it, it really the the moralistic view of the show w- was not bad uh if they would just cut the word god out you know and there was a couple bible verses they recited uh it really really wasn't a bad show it was cute and they they got a a nice moral point along which they could have done perfectly well without using the term god but it's a religious organization so go figure they're going to use the word god maybe i should bleep that that's what i should offer i should offer edited version hey if they can edit out words onto tv that uh that some christian moralistic person feels shouldn't be aired on tv cuz i obviously don't have the capability of controlling what my children frickin' watch um so that some agency has to do it for me which don't get me started on that right now cuz we don't have time I think I should be able to edit Christian programming. And VeggieTales would be a perfect, uh, perfect subject matter because the, the show, 98%, 99% of it uh, would have been fine and you couldn't even tell it was religious until they used the term God. They throw the term God in there every once in a while. I just say we cover it with beeps. Just do little beeps. You know, bleep out any. Parables and phrases directly from the Bible, and 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 bleep out the word God and uh, and Jesus. And I think I think it'd, it'd be a great little show. And I have no problem with my kid watching it. Right now, I just use a little pocket bullhorn, and and every time that little cucumber says God, I just blow it in my kid's ear. Um, I'd rather him be deaf. Uh, You know, I I want to teach my kids to have an open mind. I, I'm not out to teach my kids to be brainwashed and just believe whatever drivel is given to them, because that's what kids do. That's what kids do. They're sponges. They take in what we say. They see what we do. They see what we say. They take that all in. And that's what they believe, because uh, why would our parents lie to us? Why would our parents lie? Why? Because that's the same lies your parents were taught and their parents before them. They hear the same thing. Uh, You know, this is getting really, uh, really, really uh, down. I I think I need to go back and talk about wife swapping parties because I think I think that's way more fun uh, uh, just don't want to get stuck with the, uh, with the crappy wife. Cause you know, there's always going to be a crappy wife at the wife. It's like everything else. It's like everything. It's like picking teams on basketball. Let's say you're playing basketball. You will pick teams. Some poor schmo is going to be stuck with me cause I can't play basketball worth of crap. Right? So I'm like the ugly wife at the wife swapping party. Yeah, the, cause you know, the reason the ugly wife's there is because her husband's hot and the chicks actually rule that thing. You know, they like to say it's a guy's thing, wife swapping and all that stuff, but it's not women. When it comes to sex, women are in charge. The trick is to make them think it's their idea. If you can master being the guy that makes a woman think it's their idea, you've got it made. How do you think I got my first, well, not my first motorcycle. Yeah, probably my first. No, my first motorcycle, I think I got it by uh, by uh, using subliminal, I can never pronounce that, subliminal messaging. Uh, i just be talking, sort of like a... a um, on Saturday night live and my brain went blank again. I'm so awful with name. Why do I do a fricking show? I can't remember anybody's name unless I write it down ahead of time. I didn't think I was going to, I was going to uh, say, you know, I, uh, I should know his name because his CD was nominated last year as well as mine and Jim Gaffigan's, uh, and, and, uh, and who the hell else? A couple other people, a couple of ratios, uh, for the just plain folks, uh, Music awards uh, under the comedy, uh, I can't remember. Oh well, Mister Subliminal, bull, 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 bull. Uh, and and I just in the middle of a sentence, I'd be talking motorcycle and just uh, you know going on about my normal everyday motorcycle life and uh, conversations with my motorcycle wife, and we'd be talking about I don't know motorcycle lunch dinner going out to the movies motorcycle maybe uh where we're gonna go for vacation uh a little jaunt motorcycle up the uh to the mountains or something i i don't know and i think eventually i i wore her down and i got a motorcycle um the the bike before the one i currently have um you could tell your progression in marriage because the bike before the one i currently have uh it was a new bike. We were buying a used car and, you know, we got a better interest rate because we put the loans together and there was a new bike as well as a used car. She wanted the used car. I wanted a new bike. Um, you could tell the progression because the last motorcycle I bought two years ago, uh, I just came home with a new freaking motorcycle. Uh, so you could tell when you get to that stage in marriage where you just, it just doesn't matter. You're just going to do your own thing, which maybe is the step where you go to the wife swapping party and, uh, uh, so, if anybody knows of a wife swapping party um uh, let me know. Send me an email. Loserwhiteguy at gmail.com uh, Might not be able to make it, but uh, you can at least send pictures. And and that's something which is way better than nothing. Uh, always willing to take uh, swinger party pictures. Uh, anything with nudity and hot chicks, things like that, I, I, I really enjoy because I have a, a penis. Once again, we're glad this isn't on NBC, which just for the record, uh, my friend Kate, once again, is uh, giving me Constant reports anytime she hears uh, the word penis uh, on TV, especially on NBC. Uh, I know the 13th is the uh, season premiere of the new uh, season five of Last Comic Standing, and you know I'm going to have a freaking aneurysm if somebody says penis on that show. Uh, just saw last night, uh, Monday night, was uh, the. Season 3 premiere of Hell's Kitchen I didn't even realize there was a season 2 I totally missed season 2 And I enjoyed season 1 so much Uh, There's something about an angry guy Yelling and spitting on my food That just uh, uh, gets me all excited And um, On a Hell's Kitchen It looks pretty good already had somebody look like we were going to pass out And somebody break down crying Before anything freaking happened that's I mean, how weak are you? I just want to smack that fat son of a bitch, but you know, I'm sure he's a great guy. I just uh, I, I have a hard time with that. Uh, he couldn't handle it at a wife swapping party. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Maybe that's where my son went, uh, that he got the glitter, but I don't remember anybody ever saying anything about glitter. Wife swapping. I still say it was strippers. I still say it was strippers. And if if that's the case, I wish you'd just tell me because at least then, you know, I'm going to be all excited because I, I'm supposed to live vicariously through my sons. And if they don't give me the juicy details, uh, it doesn't really help me much. um, you know, my wife a long time ago said we should get a, uh, get a hot tub put in the house. And I'm like, no, cause then people are going to want to come over and, you know, my house is, I'm sort of like Superman's fortress of solitude. I'll go to other people's houses. I just don't want them coming over to mine. Uh, and hot tub just sort of is like a big light that says, whoo, come party with me. And, uh, the, but then, you know, the more I start thinking about it, you know, Vic's going to high school and. He's got two younger brothers that are on their tails up, uh, on his coattails up after him. And I started thinking, you know, he might have a hot tub party and he'll be bringing these little chicky poos over and daddy will be out in the lawn chair, drink at a fricking Daiquiri holding a camcorder and get the webcam set up. WWW Never mind. I'm not even going to go into that because they, they would all be, uh, uh, consenting adults and, uh, would all sign the waiver. Uh, I'm not going to end up like, uh, the, uh, the, uh, gross gone wild guy. Um, totally different story. um, man I'm I'm looking in my time I only have a few minutes left and I didn't get to touch on a few things because I rambled on like an insane uh, whack job as usual uh, any other topics you guys want to talk about you want to hear my opinion on uh, give me an email loserwhiteguy at gmail.com don't forget to check out the website loserwhiteguy.com uh, this weekend I'm staying close to home next weekend I am going to be in Janesville Wisconsin on Thursday night the 14th of June. Uh, then I don't have specific towns yet, but I know I'm going to be in the Indiana, Michigan area over Saturday, uh Friday and Saturday. Uh, more information as it gets all confirmed and set up will be put on the website, uh Check out my MySpace page, MySpace slash John Voorhees. Uh, if you can't spell it, go to loserwhiteguy.com. Click on the link over to MySpace. Uh, cause I know, I know nobody can spell my fricking name. Um, no, I'm not griping. I'm not griping. I have a hard time with it too. At least it's not Schwarzenegger. I mean, come on. Um, where was I? Where was I? Oh yeah. Wife swapping parties, uh, swingers parties. You know, I guess they were, they were a big deal back in the seventies. Um, you know, I was too young back then. Maybe my parents went to them. I I don't really know. And, and if they did, would my mom have been the ugly wife? I, I, I don't know, uh, uh, they, you know, it's like, you know, I was, I was talking about strippers the other day and, you know, somebody out there has a grandma who was a stripper. I mean, it, it's just like these tattoos you get. Now I'm seeing, I'm seeing these tattoos The tattoos. Hey, I think some tattoos, certain tattoos on girls look really hot, but you know, eventually it's gonna, it's gonna, it's, 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 gonna, it's gonna come back against you. My mother-in-law's favorite joke of hers is, when she was a little girl, she had a rosebud tattooed on her ass, and now it's in full bloom. Well, listen, the music's starting. My time's up. Check it out next week. Same bat channel. Use Your white guy radio. white guy.com, use Usethewhiteguy white guy dot com. Thanks a lot.